Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails done, outfit stunner, and my skin. I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It's like a bunch of different illustrations of, of dictators all done as like little anime chicks yeah. so they're all hot uh, so like yeah. Pol Pot's this like sexy girl on a throne of skulls but Tito they made into a MILF like she's got all of her kids around her <laughs> yeah. it's the only it's the only one with kids yeah. um, I don't know why they picked Tito for that but it does kind of work this is It Could Happen Here a podcast about which anime war criminals are hottest and it's Idi Amin actually the Idi Amin in that book is pretty 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 smoking That's Pol Pot depicted uh, as a, like, wearing black lingerie on a throne of skulls. Okay, nice. Yeah. Does Kissinger make it in? No, no Kissinger. All, all like, like world leaders. Um, He's a world leader in some things. I would, I would argue that, but he does not make the book. No, it's sad. Tragic. Anyway, this is It Could Happen Here, podcast, Things Falling Apart, and other stuff. Uh, I'm here again with my buddy James. Stout. James, hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. Which dictator do you think would be hottest? That's if they were like gender bent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. I'd have to go for like one of the old timey ones. Perhaps one of the one of the one of the uh, one of the czars. Yeah, I think because uh, Nikki had nothing to do but like look hot. Yeah, exactly. and he was a big workout guy. Yeah, big workout guy. Nice drip. Nice yeah. nice outfit. Tight yeah. trousers. Yeah, I think I'd probably go with him. Yeah, Maybe that Nick. that scans. Now, which was hottest as they were? Like, which is the most fuckable war criminal? That's a tough one. I'd probably have to think about that. I don't know. None are coming to mind, actually, oddly. Yeah. Who, do, that, who do you go for? That Stalin picture's a fake. Oh, He's, yeah, yeah. 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 Not, not, not nearly actually yeah. that sexy. No. Um, Joseph the Stallion. I, I, gotta go, I gotta go with Saddam Hussein. Yeah, that's true. He has a, a sort of lustful mustache. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. good. That mustache fucks. Yeah. James. <laughs> we should probably talk about something that's not which dictators are most fuckable. Um, today, we're going to chat about HEFAT courses uh, and about emergency um, and particularly like combat medicine, which is a, a, re- a more relevant topic for a lot of people in the wake of a couple. There was a mass shooting at a protest in Portland. Uh, there's been a whole lot of um, threats made against LGBT people. Uh, Jack Posobiec launched a T-shirt that was basically threatening a mass shooting at Disney World. All sorts of fun shit's been happening. Yeah, it does yeah. seem like we're spiraling towards the end of times. Yeah, it certainly seems, if you want to be less, you know, uh, uh, apocalyptic than that, it certainly seems credible to say that uh, there's a pretty good chance people, there are people listening to this who have not been present at a shooting who will be present at a shooting at some point in their lives. Yeah, and I think given that, it doesn't make sense to like, I, I'm joking about the end of times, right? Like we shouldn't panic and things. We should think about ways we can protect each other and keep each other safe. Yeah, so what is a HEFAT course? Because you recently went through one. Yeah, uh, so uh, HEFAT is an acronym, right? Uh, hostile Environment First Aid Training. Um, it's a British thing. I think this, the syllabus, I believe, is standardized by the government in the UK, uh, so most of the courses you'll find are in the UK, uh, clustered around Hereford for pretty obvious reasons. Um, but that there are there are a couple in the United States, and there are some in other countries too. And it's for journalists, aid workers, NGO staff, um, and anyone else who's working in, a, in an environment that would be considered like high risk or hostile. And uh, to your point, that includes most of the United States at, at the minute, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we are in this fun. St- place where literally any moment could turn into uh, a, 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 a situation with the intensity of a, of a low density war zone. Yeah. I mean, we have more weapons than, than most war zones yeah. and uh, also people who think it's okay to kill other people because they like Mickey Mouse. So mm-hmm. it, it does seem like it, like you said, it is more likely that we will see more shootings, uh, even bombings and that kind of thing. Like we can't say for sure, but. Yeah, now you you have done some of the same kind of work that that I and some other colleagues of ours have done, you know, in in hostile environments, difficult places prior to um going through this course. Um obviously when we're talking about like what sort of first aid skills should people have? The most basic stuff is like how to apply a tourniquet, which we'll talk about a bit more later. How to, um, if it's not, because tourniquets are really only for extremities. You know, you can't really tourniquet a gut wound or whatever. And so for that, it's more like packing it. But outside, so I'm, I'm going to assume you had your more than your share of experience with that kind of stuff. What did you learn new going through this course? Like what was the stuff they emphasized that's kind of beyond the basics? Yeah, so... Um the stuff I've done before has been some of that basic stop the bleed stuff and then a fair amount of wilderness medicine stuff. So uh, some of the improvised stretches and stuff I was familiar with. Um, I enjoyed some of the releases they did. Like uh, 
you're, I'm not talking about like necessarily like hand to hand combat or open hand combat, but like ways to release yourself in a non violent fashion. I thought that was very good. Uh, ways to move through crowds. I found that very interesting. And we did a lot around how to move under fire, how to react around explosives, how to react around indirect fire. And most of that I'd already covered. And then some of the stuff around hostage situations to include a, a simulated hostage situation where you're blindfolded or, or hooded and sort of ask questions and, and poked with a blank firing weapon and such. Uh, I think it's really good. You can't really have enough, ex- well, you can have too much experience with that, but uh, to simulate that in as realistic a setting as possible, I found was super helpful. So I think, yeah, I think that was probably the most interesting thing for me. Now, when it comes to what kind of training people can get, because a HEFAT course is a couple of thousand bucks, which is beyond, I, I know we have some colleagues listening, and I think it's a good thing for people who are going to do this kind of journalism to consider, or if you're in, you know, an aid worker or some someone who is going to be going into these situations for a living. That's But for a, a normal person listening, it's probably more than you're likely to want to get um, or have the, the resources to get. So what what people because because I we especially in the wake of shootings pretty much any time there's a mass shooting or violence at a protest I will tweet about IFACs again and an IFAC is an individual first aid kit it's what like every soldier is supposed to have on their belt or on their plate carrier and it generally consists of what are called and this is when people ask like what should I get to be ready for a shooting. Um, generally it consists of consists of two chest seals. These are called occlusive dressings. They're basically like kind of sheets of adhesive plastic. I would say that you like put over, if you get shot in like the lungs, you, your lungs kind of depressurize. Um, and that's bad. I'm not a, I'm not a biology expert, but you're not supposed to have a hole through your lungs. Um, and one of the things that you do to treat that immediately is you put this kind of a dressing over it, which stops the lung from collapsing basically. Um, so that's one thing you'll find in an IFAC. You'll also find what's called a combat tourniquet. There's a bunch of kinds of tourniquets. Um, I was doing a stop the bleed course. We'll talk more about that in a bit, but that's the thing everyone should do. Like in terms of you know, HEFAT is kind of more advanced and for people who are going to professionally put themselves in shitty situations. Um, Stop the Bleed is for everybody. And one of the things, I was having a chat with people who were teaching them. We were doing a little meeting. Um, and one of the things that was brought up, people always talk about, well, I wear a belt in case I need to make a tourniquet or this or that. And virtually never works. Like close to 0% success rate, um, even when it's someone who's trained and experienced providing tourniquets. Like random shit does not make a good tourniquet. Tourniquets make good tourniquets. Yeah, they're small. They're easy to carry. They they aren't cheap, right? No. But uh, on the same, uh, you shouldn't cheap out on them either, yeah. right? Like we've, I know we've talked about this on Twitter and I know like, uh, Amazon sells them. They have also had a problem with selling fakes. Uh, so like North American Rescue, uh, I think it's called Emergency Rescue. I'll, I'll give you some yeah. links so we can tweet out. Yeah, North American Rescue is really good. One of the, th- so, Rescue yeah, Rescue Essentials. So what a combat tourniquet is, because there's different, some tourniquets are just like a plastic band almost, almost like if you go to a gym, those things that people like wrap around their legs to do squats or something yeah, or lifts, it's kind of like, it looks a little like that. Um, and those, yeah, obviously like those can work, but they're not nearly, a combat tourniquet is basically, it's a little um, like kind of nylon fabric belt thing that you strap around and you tighten it um, and Velcro it tight. And then there's something called a windlass, which is basically a metal or plastic stick that you then twist around 
uh, and that twisting action, when you twist it, that's going to tighten it and that's going to stop the artery from bleeding. Um, and then you lock it into place. There's a little place to lock it. And so when you get a cheap tourniquet, it generally means the windlass is made out of something flimsy or the fabric adhering the windlass to the belt thing is not very good and it will break when being tightened. Yeah, and you don't want, what you don't want to do is, is not have enough pressure or have sort of weird pressure because what you're going to do tomorrow, I'm not that kind of doctor, yeah. right, is you can cut off the venous return and not the arterial flow, and that's where you can give yourself compartment syndrome, yeah. right? I just wanted to backtrack quickly, and we were talking about how expensive he fats yeah. are. If people are listening and they are in that kind of line of work, uh, the International Women's Media Foundation is, is doing free he fat courses for women, gender non-conforming, non-binary people. Mm-hmm. And I got, a, I got a grant from the Rory Peck Trust uh, to go and do mine. So for journalists, uh, both of those are really only for journalists and media, I would really encourage people to apply. Yeah. Um, and that's that's great information, because if you can, even if like your journalism has been sort of like citizen journalism where you're showing up at a protest and, you know, taking pictures or whatever, um, give it a shot. Like if you like the more people who have this kind of training um, as a general rule, the better. Um, when it comes to I mean, stop, the bleed courses are generally going to be much more available. Some of them are operated as charities and we'll give out an IFAC or something at the end. Some of them have a nominal fee. It kind of depends on where you are. I've seen both. Portland has a lot of stop the bleed courses, which is why when we had our most recent mass shooting at a protest, um, more people didn't die because folks had equipment and were ready. Um, You should expect to spend about 30 bucks generally on a combat tourniquet, Um, sometimes 20, but like the good ones are all about 30. Um, I would shoot for something with a metal windlass that's generally a sign. Again, there's like Rescue Essentials and um, a couple of other brands that are reliable. But uh, um, It's called the Tactical Committee on Combat Care, yeah. which is a government-funded thing. It's like if you let them do the research so you don't have to, yeah. they provide a list of, of tourniquets. Uh, tourniquets. The yeah. one that most people have is a, called a CAT, right? Combat yeah. Application Tourniquet. If you get that... Even if it's not the best one or the smallest or lights or whatever, every that's the one most people train with, they know how to use. And I think you've said this before, like even if you don't know how to use it, if you're in a situation where it's needed and you just say, I have this, I have a tourniquet, someone might take it and use it. So Yeah. And it's it's like it's okay if you panic as long as you get that into the hands of somebody who can use it. But it's also important if you're going to carry it to train with it. I heard when I posted about this recently, someone said that they and their friends have a game where when they're like hanging out, somebody will toss a tourniquet at someone else and say like, you know, right arm or something like that, right arm above uh, elbow or something like that. And they'll have to apply the tourniquet and get it on as quickly as they can in that place, uh, which is a good game. You're not going to like in 20 or 30 seconds, like, you know, you you don't have to like injure yourself doing it, but you can, you can get it on and get familiar with the motions and build like a competence with it. Yeah. Work out when you're going to lasso the limb and when you're going to take it off and go all the way around. But I think standardizing one thing, certainly among you and your affinity group or your yeah. friends is, is probably a good move. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's one of those things, the kind of injuries that tourniquets are most needed for are like arterial bleeding. Um, which is the kind of thing that if you don't get a tourniquet on, th- you're dead um, very quickly. Like people will bleed out in seconds sometimes from like a, a femoral Yeah, wound. if you've seen an arterial bleed, and I'm sure that 
I know, I know I have. I'm sure yeah, you have. Yeah. You know that that person has an arterial bleed. That is a pressurized yeah. gushing um, of blood. And it's like bright. The blood for arterial bleeding, it comes out in spurts and it is like bright. It is not, it does not look like when you cut your finger, the blood tends to, unless you're really cutting the shit out of that <laughs> yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, um, and one of the things we did at this course, which is cool actually, was they had like a simulated arterial bleed. So the person yeah. was wearing what looked like a camelback and then they had like a hose pipe and it was just gushing out. And then you could actually cinch down on it, right, with yeah. the strap and that actually stopped it. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Now, I mean, when it comes to like more advanced bleeding care, because there's some wounds where number one, if it's like, for example, too high up in your like crotch or something, you know, you're not necessarily going to be able to get a cat up there. Sometimes people will literally hold the artery closed. Like that is a thing that, and that is more advanced certainly. Um, But it is, it is also like the physics of this are very basic. If you can figure out where blood is coming from and close it, blood will stop coming out. Right. Like that's the principle of all immediate wound care for that kind of thing. Yeah, there's an acronym that you use, right? Dr. March, uh, which we can go over, but uh, danger, right? So, uh, and I think this is a thing that often gets forgotten, actually, um, especially if you're doing like somebody's stop the bleed, which is focused on first aid rather than specifically in kind of combat care. But 
if you get hurt, not only are you useless to that person, not only are you hurt, if someone comes to help now, they have to th- think about which person they're going to help, right? It's how much harder to carry two people than one person. So don't fucking do that. Uh, uh, and then response, right? Yeah. So, Robert, I see you've been shot. It doesn't look great. Are you okay? Uh, and then massive bleed, airway, uh, respiration, yeah. uh, check head to toe, and then hypothermia. And, you know, one of the things that is, so like a, a combat tourniquet, you just generally, you can keep it in like a kit. It's also fine to keep it loose in your pocket. You are not worried about sterility when you are applying a tourniquet. It does not matter if you get shit in the wound, like, because th- they will die, they'll be dead in a minute if you don't get the tourniquet on. Um, on the outside anyway, right? Yeah. Like yeah. You're not putting it in or whatever. Like it, so... Yeah, so that's that's one kind, and that's, again, you're talking about extremities, right? You can't put a tourniquet on a neck because that would kill the person. Um, you would use an occlusive a lot of times on the neck, especially if, like, the airway gets cl- – yeah. again, this is stuff that you would you, you would get in a stop-the-bleed course, and I recommend people for that. So we're not going to go over treatment outside of, like, these basics, but we'll talk about, like, you should have an occlusive dressings. Two is what most IFX come with. People I know who have responded to shootings say you want more like four because they a lot wind up getting used. Yeah, I think about, I think those, especially chest seals and something that I've been told by people with a lot more experience than me, it's like when you're dealing with a military setting, most people will have their chest covered with plates, right? And plate carriers. In a civilian setting, most people won't. So yeah. you're going to see a lot more of those yeah. like uh, sucking chest wounds or penetration yeah. of a thoracic cavity. So, yeah, in, in that setting, and they are very small, right? You could put them in the back pocket of your skinny yeah. jeans and no one would notice. Um, so another kind of thing that you'll find in an IFAC that's useful is combat gauze. So there's two types of gauze that you'll get in kits. One is just gauze, which you know what gauze is. Um, most wounds, if they are not life-threatening, packing with gauze and wrapping is perfectly sufficient, uh, at least for immediate care. But combat gauze is impregnated with a thing called cellox, which is our little granules. You can actually get them just as the powder. You shouldn't because it's it's not going to be useful to you as a random person. Um, you should get it in gauze, like impregnated into gauze. But it's, it's made from ground up crustacean shells and it basically makes blood clot very quickly. Um, survivability of Arterial wounds in combat, which was extremely low before Cellox, jumped to something like 70% or so. Like, it's it's pretty remarkable the degree to which it's made certain, particularly, like, femoral bleeds survivable. Um, and it can be used, if you've got, like, a, a serious arterial bleed, it'll often be used in conjunction if it's on an extremity with a tourniquet. Um, but you can just use it to pack a bleeding wound. And if you pack it and apply pressure, sometimes you'll pack the combat gauze into there and then add other gauze outside of it, like... But it's it's most wounds that are bleeding aren't gonna require cellox gauze, and it's pretty expensive. But it's another really useful thing to have if there is like an arterial bleed. Yeah, I think actually the um, where we first I think kaolin might be what the stuff is called. I believe it comes from indigenous practices using yeah. it to stop bleeding. But yeah, it comes in a small package. Quick clot is the normal brand, yeah. and yeah, it's a lot of what we've learned about stopping arterial bleeds has come from uh, 20 years of war, right? Yeah. And, and there are obviously a lot of downsides. But uh, yeah, learning about how to stop those things is one of the things that has got a lot better in the last decade or so. So that's another thing. And you can always buy these kits pre-made. A lot yeah. of people make various pre-made kits. 
yeah, you can Google IFAC and make sure it's, you know, rated well, do a little, do your research. Um, we've mentioned some brands here, but like, it's not hard to find IFACs. They're, they're made constantly. And it's one of those things we talk on this show about being armed and whether or not people should, should have firearms. And I'm broadly supportive of, of particularly threatened people having guns, but there's downsides to having a gun. Um, a number of them. We don't need to get into the statistics, but there are a bunch of downsides to being armed. There's no downside to having an IFAC and keeping one in your car, uh, keep one in your backpack. You know, Um, there's absolutely no way you will have a negative experience as a result of the fact that you keep an IFAC on you and it might save somebody's life. Yeah, I have a little ankle holster um, that I use when I'm working in places where it wouldn't look very, you know, it would look off to have it on my belt uh, and I don't want to carry a backpack maybe. Uh, and it's, it's wrapped around my ankle and it has a tiny uh, a combat dressing, which we haven't really talked about, chest seal, tourniquet. Um, it, it doesn't have the quick clot, but the, yeah. the combat dressing has its own gauze. Yeah, we can talk about that in a second. But like I, I just have, like I have a couple of IFACs, but also just in all of my light jackets, because, you know, Oregon, usually you can wear some sort of jacket. I just have a bunch of cats and quick clot gauze packets just kind of scattered around. Like there's nearly always something just in my pocket or in the center console of my car, um, in addition to the actual packed IFACs. And yeah, it's handy. Um, it's just good to have around. It never hurts to have more of that stuff if you have the means yeah. or, you know, uh, if you are in a situation where something horrible has happened, right, like what happened in Portland, right. if you in your truck have three or four of those and you can just be like, go, 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 does anyone know how to use these? Yeah. Use these. If they're in your backpack when you're at a protest, like you could potentially save several lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have the means, and like we said, it, give them to strangers. Like it's, yeah. not like a, it's not like a gun, right? Like yeah. you, you can't end your life with a, with a quick clock. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would... It's a thing that everyone should feel yeah. good about having to stop me up on. We should note, again, you wouldn't want to use quick clot on a wound that was not serious because there's some consequences. Like, it burns. It's it's kind of nasty stuff in some ways. Um, it can cause some complications for, for like, when the EMTs get there. Um, it's often recommended that you keep the packaging and give it to them. But if it's if someone is clearly going to bleed to death, like that's then that then that's when you use quick clot. And if you're questioning whether or not a wound is serious enough that someone might bleed to death from it, assume they will, right? <laughs> like err on the side of that. If you're wondering, is that a deadly bleed? You probably should probably treat it as if it is. Yeah, I mean, you're always better off keeping more blood inside the person, yeah. right? Um, yeah, with that, yeah, I, I've been told to tape that to the person. And the same with the tourniquet, right? We should say yeah. that. Uh, there will be blood around. You can put a T on their forehead yeah. with the blood. Uh, it's pretty normal. Uh, and that works in almost any language. Uh, and then you want to write the time it was applied to. Yeah. And again, you can do that with the blood, but I, I have a half-size Sharpie that often comes in, in those kits. Yeah. Uh, write that on it. Yeah, and it's one of those things, like, it, assuming it kind of is dependent on your situation, whether or not you're likely to have the time to mark that before the EMTs arrive. But it is one of those things, even if it's, even if your first responding is a minute and a half or two minutes with a serious bleed, that can be the difference between life and death for somebody. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's different what you do when care isn't coming to what you do when care is coming. But yeah. the first steps are not, right? Stop yes. the blood coming out of the person. Yeah. 
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at highfivecasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Happy Pride from Tomboy X Celebrating pride in the queer community all year Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies So you feel comfortable in your own skin Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X Visit TomboyX.com Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. So we should probably talk about combat dressings a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There are several types. The one I've had suggested that I prefer, I think, I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's O-L-A-E-S, Olay's dressing. Um, it has a little eye cup in it as well, um, which you can use for eye injuries. Yeah. To, like, find someone more qualified than me to teach you how to do that. Yeah, well, uh, kinda, don't need to get into that. But yeah. yeah, but it's, it's a pad with gauze in it and then a sort of ace bandage, yeah. right? And what that does is, is provides compression and obviously like an absorbent gauze. You can also pull the gauze yeah. out uh, a fun thing to do is to find an expired one and pull all that gauze out, and there is just an unfathomable amount of gauze there. So you can use that to like, pack a wound. Uh, and practicing packing a wound is also something that you can do. There are like little little models. Yeah, the the team I I know who does stop the bleed courses will take foam rollers and cut holes in them oh, yeah. and use that as like a to you, you so you can and you can do different sizes, right? You can actually just like get a knife and like jam it, it stab it a bunch, and like use those as different practice wounds. Yeah, it's a good idea. Dude, can you pack with two fingers, you know, yeah. more than that, even one finger, people can pack with one finger. So like, 
what this dressing does is it offers, it's sometimes they're called Israeli bandages, yes. uh, Ole's bandages. They Moscow often come bandages. in like a tan package, the Israeli ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, again, like I, I would buy that from a reputable source um, and they come in various sizes. Emergency dressing is another name. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, those are great for things where you don't need to use quick clot, where you may not need to use Yeah, significant bleeding, but not like immediately life-threatening. Yeah, and in some areas where like sometimes in, in the forearm, right, like uh, it, it can be hard because of these bone structures to get the tourniquet to work. Mm-hmm. So like you might be able to use that and stop the bleeding. You might have to use quick clot, right? But like having those options is is important. And again, they're pretty small, probably the cheapest of, of the things we've suggested so far as well. Mm-hmm. And again, then they make giant ones from abdominal wounds too. Um, and so like, I actually have one of those in my truck. Uh, I have a bunch more stuff in my truck. I, I wrote a piece about a first aid kit for your vehicle, which might even look slightly different, right? If you imagine again, like mm-hmm. we've talked about shootings, but uh, car accidents. Yeah, I, that's that's when I the only times I've had to use those dressings have been car accidents. It helped pull a fucking dude out of a truck that flipped on the way outside of Los Angeles during a rainstorm, and his like whole fucking like right here in his hand had been gouged open. Where like the it was n- quite a bit of blood. Um, but yeah, like that that's a bit. It's not all just like action movie shit. Uh, like it, it's something you should keep on you because there's a wide variety of things that can cause people to bleed a lot. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think we uh, we always underestimate the risk that is driving. It's probably the most dangerous thing most mm-hmm. people do. Uh, and yeah, having that in your car, you know, you don't have to worry so much about carrying it. It can just always be there. Don't leave it where it's going to bake in the sun if you're in a hot place. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, the potential for you saving a stranger's life or a friend's life yeah. is high. Yeah, keep it in a center console. Keep it in a trunk. You know, keep it in a trunk alongside a machete and a golf club. You know, you're always ready for anything with that. Yeah, I'm never ready for golf, but mm-hmm. aside from that, I'd be... Oh, I wasn't saying for golfing. Oh, okay, just crime. For, for, yeah, for crime. Yeah, exactly, yeah. for crime. Yeah. Chinook Medical actually make a re... Yes. Yeah, yeah, they make a lovely vehicle first aid kit, and they're very nice people too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's one to look into. And they also do the bags. Uh, I have a Mystery Ranch uh, bag that also clips onto... It replaces the hood on my backpack. Um, and I have that in my truck. And then if I'm going out, especially when I'm going out climbing, uh, I'll just clip that on. I have a slightly different kit that I take just for climbing. But uh, that's one of those scenarios where, like, you could hurt yourself climbing. And even if people are coming very quickly, it's going to take you a while, right? Yeah. And, and thinking another thing. Yeah, I think, be prepared to self-rescue. That's part of why you bring that kind of yeah, stuff. Self-rescue is a massive part of climbing, right? Learn, learning the knots, learning the transfers, learning the ways that you can get yourself off a wall if you hurt yourself on a wall. And uh the American Alpine Club actually publishes a thing called Accidents in North American Climbing, where climbers, oh, okay, this person fucked up like this, and they did this and this and this, and they were okay, or they weren't okay. So it, it, I think that's a very good practice, learning from other people. Um, and with that, a big thing that you focus on in wilderness medicine is rather than what can I bring with me, what do I have to already have with me, and how can I use that, right? So uh, for instance, you need to splint a leg, right? You have a broken leg using a sleeping pad or something, which already has those rigid sleeves to do that. Um, that's something that like, I don't want to obviously advise people too much. Yeah. I don't want to like, because again, so the different, this is useful. People should be thinking about this. Um, when it comes to emergency first aid, like somebody who has a broken leg, if you're not yeah. like, there's no real response that you should like, that's not what stop the bleed is for. Right. Like, um, one, one of the nice things about emergency medicine like this, like when you're talking about someone is bleeding to death is that I, w- one of the ways I guess that you can 
you you can you can separate the the two kinds of like first responding because there's the first responding where you can make it worse and if you like somebody yeah, like yeah. breaks a bone or something and you you can make that worse um, turn that into an arterial bleed yes but if somebody has an arterial bleeding you can't make that worse they're go- it's the same thing with like um, chest compressions right when you get trained as an EMT one of the things they'll point out is that like you shouldn't use um, an AED on an infant but you do because if they need it they're dead <laughs> like, yeah, yeah and yeah. in that case yeah I think it's important also and the thing I didn't mention that I found very helpful about this course is some of the sort of psychological aspects of this is to remember that if you do find yourself in this situation and you try and help and that person dies anyway, mm-hmm. then you did your best, right? And, and that is of of value. Like I've been yeah. in situations where I, I've tried to help someone and they've died anyway. Uh, and and I think just remembering that like that person had something terrible happen to them and that your help didn't, you know, like you tried your best to give those, that person another chance. Yeah. It, it is not, if you are responding to somebody who has this kind of injury, there is a pretty good chance what you do won't matter. Like, it's the same thing if you are giving someone chest compressions, th- that's very unlikely to save their life. Like, a fraction of the time when that happens does it save anybody. But it can't make it worse. If they're not breathing, they're not breathing. Yeah, they're going to die. Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, it's, you know, it's not like the movies or television. Like, sometimes it doesn't work. But it's important to talk about that in the context. Yes. Actually, much probably much more likely the person will survive if you're doing this stuff, right? If you're slapping yeah. on a torn again, you do it right. You will stop that person. Yes, yes. And, and but, you know, again, it is a lot of times what you might be doing is keeping them alive long enough to get to the hospital. And yeah. you can't guarantee anything other than that they don't bleed out right there. Right. And there may be other injuries you haven't seen. That's why we do the check head to toe, right? Yeah. Um, and, and stuff like that. Like, especially in blast injuries, you might not notice injuries to the back. Uh, yeah, shrapnel is a whole. I mean, but all you can do is, like, try to treat what you can see. Yes, exactly. And make sure that you don't miss anything by going through that Dr. March procedure, right, which you'll learn in a course. Um, But yeah, having a procedure that you do where you make checks so that you don't miss something that you could have stopped, because then I imagine you will feel bad. Yeah, none of what we've said, we should probably bring this to a close, should be seen as like the end-all be-all or our attempt to give you comprehensive training on it. This is in no way training. This is advice on, number one, the equipment that's necessary for stopping someone from bleeding to death and number two the kinds of training you should get in order to use it and you should seek training you should find a stop the bleed course you should take a wilderness medicine course if you can if you if you are someone who is in a field that it's relevant for you should try to get a hefat course um don't uh don't just like be okay i listened to a 30 minute podcast i'm ready to stop a bleed go go get some training um but definitely get a tourniquet and practice with it. You can do some training yourself. You can find videos online by reputable people who are affiliated with different rescue organizations talking about and showing how to apply tourniquets, how to apply dressings. Um, like that, that's available and you can provide yourself with a useful amount of education and some of the basics that way. Yeah, I think uh, just to give out some resources on how you can get the education, right? StopTheBleak.org mm-hmm. should be free almost anywhere you are. If you'd like to get more training, uh, most community colleges have an EMT course uh, that is very affordable. Free. Yeah, a HEFAT course can run you a couple grand if it's not subsidized. The last time I, when I took my EMT training, it was $1,000. Yeah, I think it's less than that now. Yeah. I know people have many students who are going through EMT training. Uh, and it's pretty affordable, free often. Mm-hmm. So if you're in California, it's often free. Uh, the other things you can do are, yeah, wilderness medicine. That is expensive. The American Alpine Club has grants. 
uh, like more a more diverse group of people should apply because yeah, all of the outdoors could do with a lot more diversity and I'd encourage people to apply. Uh, yes, so for all of these training, there are grants and I would encourage more people to apply to them. But you, yeah, you can learn a lot for free or online. You can and should try and educate your friends. Like we we're saying, it's, some of this stuff is hard to fuck up. And even if you don't feel conf- confident using stuff, Rescue Essentials, North American Rescue, Chinook Medical, those are places where you can buy a yeah. pre-made IFAC, carry that around, and someone else can use it. If- and again, for talking about like the benefits of this versus the cool-looking tactical gear and guns and stuff, it's entirely possible to have a bunch of military equipment that is worse than useless if you don't know how to use it is actively a danger to other people. If you have a bunch of medical gear and you don't know how to use it, but you have it on you, you can always shout like, I have a tourniquet. I have like a combat dressing or something like, does anyone know how to use it? No one is going to make fun of you in the wake of a mass shooting for trying to hand off your gear to someone who knows how to use it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like, you don't have to carry around a little green multicam pouch or something. Like you can get a bum bag. Put it in a fucking purse, like whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter at all. They're, they're very small, they're very compact. And, and uh, like a bum bag or family pack is very handy because you can switch it from the back to the front, get to all your stuff. So uh, yeah, you, you don't have to be all like tactical, fucking Sammy savior. Just yeah. uh, be sensible and safe. Yeah, even if you don't, even if you panic or whatever and can't be the one to use it, you can still help save somebody's life by fucking having the shit. Because it's, it's irreplaceable when it's not there. Yeah. I would just encourage people to not use the, the elastic corner case. Yes. Uh, don't go and buy Millsurp stuff because, uh, you know, you can probably pay the same price to get something that's not expired. Uh, and to, yeah, just be conscious. Buying from those reputable people, they often have sales, especially around holidays. You can uh, you can hold out and wait for those. Um there are pretty good resources on Reddit as well, actually. There's a tactical medicine subreddit where people will sort of list their kits and, and often post that's a sale. So it's something's worth cruising that if this is something yeah. that's interesting to you. Yeah, do some research. Um, you may find right now, especially from places like Rescue Essentials, it is harder to get combat tourniquets because the war in Ukraine has caused a shortage um, of the, the good ones. Uh, but you can still find them. You just may need to search around a little bit. Yeah, what I found was that, because uh, you'd posted about this after yeah. the New York shooting, was that they were out of the straight tourniquet, but they were not out of the tourniquet with the pouch. The yeah. pouch cost like 6 or $8.00. I know that, that that's more of an expense, but if you can if you can afford that, then getting that's not a bad idea anyway because you could put it on your belt, put it mm-hmm. have one on my backpack belt when yeah. I'm hiking, right? So that's definitely something that, yeah, to know to look for. All right, well that's going to do it for this episode, James. You want to plug anything? Um, anarchism. Oh, oh, good. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, go uh, uh, find a hierarchy and like throw a rock at it. Yeah, just uh, look after other people and and don't resort to the state to do it. Be kind to each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, get, get EMT training if you can. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple? 
apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.